Leah, I know how much you love spending time with the Lord throughout the day. Talk to me about the scene when you're spending time with the Lord. Yes, so my morning, I wake up, I hit brew on my coffee, and then the next thing I do is I light my candles. It sets a whole morning vibe for me. Mm, talk to me about the, the candle that you're loving right so now. So right now I'm digging this Spirit and Truth candle that is sunflower. It has a whole like summer to fall scent to it. I love it. Mm. And I love that Spirit and Truth candles each are created with a biblical attribute or truth with an accompanying scripture. Sunflower is gentleness and I'm just digging it. But I love even more that each one of these candles is made at home, poured in small batches with care and prayer in each candle they make. Oh man, so listen ladies, if you love candles as much as we do, check out Spirit and Truth Company at spiritandtruthco.com or you can find them on their IG handle at Spirit and Truth Candle Co. And right now you can purchase with the promo code TUCW, which gives you 15% off. So enjoy your candles, y'all. Ladies, welcome to the Urban Christian Woman Podcast, where we seek to restore women with God's truth for their everyday lives. I'm Tashiba Oliver. And I'm Leah Ross, and we're your hosts. This is season four. This season, we've got some exciting things in store. So join us as we study God's word, celebrate women living faithfully on mission, and dive into cultural issues through a biblical lens. You ready, Tashiba? Oh yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's, let's go. go. so grateful to be here post Thanksgiving holiday and all the good food and time with family and rest and renewal. And we are excited to be transitioning into a new series called Rhythm and Soul Spiritual Practices for the Christian Woman's Life. And so hopefully if you are listening to this podcast, you have already listened to the introduction. If you haven't, go back and listen to that. It's very short, very brief. But Leah, talk to us about all of the spiritual disciplines. As we're going through this series, we are going to be focusing on spiritual disciplines or what I like to call and others may say as spiritual practices. Yeah. So talk to us about all of those practices. What are, what are them? Can we name them? Tell us, tell us about them. Yeah. So we, well, yeah, we're going to go through the spiritual practices. We're going to talk about silence and solitude. We're going to talk about Bible. We're going to talk about um, journaling yeah. and learning. We're going to talk about prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, We're going to talk about worship, worship, worship and serving and serving um, evangelism and giving. Mm-hmm. And I think, did I get them all? Yeah, you got them all. I think you got them all. Um, but yeah, so all of these spiritual practices are ultimately meant to bring us into communion with God. Yeah. And communion with God is just another way to say, you know, close fellowship with God, right? Intimacy. Being, mm-hmm. being, yeah, having that intimacy in um, both uh, experiencing God and hearing from God. Mm-hmm. Um, and and really for us to know who God is, like to really uh, experience his character. Mm-hmm. And from that, to be able to 
uh, live out from that, right? Like live in response to who God is and whose character is. Um, yeah. And they're all built out of his character, right? Out of his characteristics. So even thinking about um, the triune God and uh, God made flesh in Jesus, we're seeing the things that who Jesus was, how he lived and what was modeled to begin to take our cues for what our spiritual disciplines, what our spiritual practices are, right? Right, um, right, right. Jesus calls us to follow him. And so in following him, we're we're literally following his ways, right? Like right. not just following his teachings, right. following his habits, his rhythms, his practices, his right. pace. Um, and so we when we when we follow Jesus, we are following mm-hmm. his way. Um, as well so yes yeah and his way is good Mm -hmm. and he experienced this life on this side of 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 heaven you know what i'm saying all the common distractions and desires all Mm -hmm. of that Mm -hmm. um but but you know yeah in a way that was both perfect and good Mm -hmm. and so we can model our lives Mm -hmm. after that so the spiritual practice today that we are highlighting is silence and solitude why are we starting with silence and solitude honestly like it's the foundation yeah nothing else really is going to make sense if we haven't found uh you know a habit or a ritual of silence and solitude not only that but i mean we're we're the kind of women that are like let's just go for the hardest one first (laughs) yeah let's go for the hardest one but also because it's foundational it's silence and solitude is foundational and it's also the hardest one and i would also say that like as women who are living in an urban context Mm -hmm. it is busy all the time there is noise all the time like leah and i when we were preparing for this we were talking about like Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what day it is there's an ambulance there's a meta flight there might be a beef on your block like there's a lot of things happening noise everywhere noise everywhere all the time versus Mm -hmm. like when i go visit my parents Mm -hmm. who live in the country i Mm -hmm. wake up in the morning i go upstairs Mm -hmm. and i'm looking out into the acres of land and it's just solitude right silence right and so it's not just about your physical location but there's so much more than that so Mm -hmm. talking about how it is defined this is sort of it just sort of pinned down to its most Mm -hmm. um central ideas silence is the absence of words and solitude is the absence of people Mm -hmm. Silence is the absence of words and solitude is the absence of the presence of physical people. Mm -hmm. And so what is it? Why is silence and solitude so important? You know, um, Leo, you're you're going to turn us towards Zephaniah 1 7 and sort of point us to why it is necessary mm-hmm. but w- what it is as what well is, yeah. yeah what I mean, it is in the substance it, it is important to figure out what it is because um you know there there's a lot of ways to be silent right mm-hmm. and there's a lot of ways to have alone time even but what is particularly like the spiritual discipline of silence and mm-hmm. solitude and how is mm-hmm. it different um, well, firstly, it's it's time to tune our hearts and our minds to the Lord, right? So this silence is a silence before the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's not just internally 
and even just like, you know, emptying your mind, right? Meditation or whatever. Right, right, um, right. So, other religious, right? That's not what we're talking right, about. that's not what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there are ways to meditate before the Lord, right? But it ultimately, it is before the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, come on. Meditate on God's work. Come okay? on now. Come on, come on, come on. Which um, flows out of silence and solitude. Absolutely. So we'll get yeah. into Bible intake and Bible reading. But right. this is the foundation, as we're saying. And so we see this in our articulated in Zephaniah 1 7 mm-hmm. which says be silent in the presence of the Lord your God for mm-hmm. the day of the Lord is near and so it's just a simple command to be silent before the Lord mm-hmm. and so uh this posture of tuning your heart and mind to the Lord coming before him with silence yeah. is 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 the substance of what this spiritual practice uh looks like and 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 how it's defined what it is mm-hmm. um and then also like it's your your stillness and your silence before the lord prepares you to actively listen to god to hear from him and be instructed by him right mm-hmm. and so we were looking at um, Colossians 3, 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly what, okay, so what is the command from Paul in Colossians exactly pointing us to this? Yeah, it says, so starting with verse 1, it says, so if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on earth earthly things Mm -hmm. so there's this intentionality with the active listening Mm -hmm. that it is instructing us not just to hear from God but to be instructed by him so that we can seek his heart Mm -hmm. for his mission in his world Mm -hmm. for all people yeah Mm -hmm. amen amen so it is communion with God and it isn't me time. Right. So we've said what it is. Here's what it's not. Right. Like it's not it's not just alone time mm-hmm. scrolling on IG. Oh, right. Come down. Come self-care. Right. So, so a, a self-care right. practice. It's, we, it's uh-huh. different than just going off to be by yourself to watch TV. Oh. oh. Right. Like mm-hmm. going for a walk or right. just going for a walk. And- or just going for a walk. You can use walking, right? Going for a walk. We were talking about how Podcast. that's hard in other mm-hmm. context because you be watching your back. You can't. Yeah, you can't be doing no silence and solitude when you know that you live in an urban context. In some urban context, yeah. and you like, I yeah. got to watch my back while I'm walking <laughs> in in real time. I was like, Leah, I be watching my back. I don't know about you, but that's what I be doing. Yeah, so anyway, yeah. So, so it's, there, it's you got to distinguish it, right? But but it's not right. It's not me time. It's, I mean, you can almost say like, look, it's not me time. It's the Lord's time. It's the Lord's time. It's before him. It's to him. It's setting your mind on him, not on earthly things. And so this is this is both what it is and what it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, that that literally um, orders and orients mm-hmm, our day, mm-hmm. right? And so because it is not this me time, mm-hmm. does silence always have to be in stillness, Leah? Yeah. So Tell me about that. I was, yeah, I was thinking about how in my own day, even today, like I was practicing silence and solitude. She was. She's and, so godly. Oh, girl. That's why. That's why. That's why the Lord brought you in my life. Wrought by fire. Okay. Okay, <laughs> literally wrought through fire. Um, not literal fire, y'all. 
metaphorically. Metaphorical. Spiritual fire, okay? Spiritual and metaphorical. And a metaphorical fire. <laughs> Carry on. But in the midst of that, right? Like, he refines through fire, so I'm right. being refined, y'all. Praise God. Mm, um, don't and make so me think of that in my, in my morning... I, I do, it's both stillness, right? There's an importance to stillness. Mm-hmm. And when I'm up and begin moving, like I'm still practicing silence mm-hmm. and solitude, but it doesn't have to be still, right? So I can right. be, I can have silence and solitude as I'm, you know, stirring a pot of oatmeal, getting mm-hmm. uh, breakfast ready for my people, mm-hmm. right? I can have silence and solitude as I'm, you know, preparing for the day, uh, picking out my outfit or getting mm-hmm. dressed or taking a shower or whatever, these are all places that I can practice silence and solitude and have that stillness in my soul, mm. but it's not physical stillness, right? And so there's there's a place for both because there's a whole way that I can hear from the Lord and be before the Lord, mm-hmm. even as I go about these routines. Yes. Because they're sort of mindless routines. Like you can still sort of be meditative in that space, but then there is times where it's like, Okay, I actually am going to steal my whole body. Yes, yes. Right? Yes. It's both. It's both. It is both. And this is what I love. The rhythm is silence and solitude. Mm -hmm. And what it produces in the soul Mm -hmm. is a stillness. This is why it's called rhythm and soul. Right. Okay? Like, literally, this is what it produces. The rhythm produces what's in your soul. So, what's Mm -hmm. in your soul. And Mm -hmm. so, the Mm -hmm. internal then begins Mm -hmm. to go outward Mm -hmm. into your external, which is what leads is articulating in her morning of how her soul was physically stilled internally Mm -hmm. and she was able to then go forth Mm -hmm. at a later moment moments of time and be able to still experience the stillness of of god Mm -hmm. as she was going and And so we talked about how um the this the actual physical stillness um needs to it's beneficial for it to come first, right? Yes. Um, particularly as we talk about the morning, but maybe we'll jump into that later. Yeah, because um, it's a posture, yeah, right? It, right? What 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 silence and solitude is seeking to do is to to bring the stillness, mm-hmm. right? And stillness in the silence because it is a posture of submission. Right. It's taking us back to the Lord to say, we are not sufficient in and of ourselves. Only in him do we live, right. do we move, mm-hmm. and do we have our our very being. Right. So it is a posture that that uh, God is seeking to produce in our lives of submission and coming under him mm-hmm. to say everything comes from you. Mm-hmm. And so I am coming under mm-hmm. what I believe is true. Now that is just factual yeah. theology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are the embodiment of real theology mm-hmm. in real time. Mm-hmm. So talk. let's talk about the verses because what we want to know is if we are following Jesus, right. then how I'm is... The spiritual discipline of silence mm-hmm. and solitude modeled by Jesus. Yeah. Well, we see, first of all, in Matthew 4, um, that Jesus is led by the Spirit to uh, pursue this solitude, right? Right. We see uh, also in Matthew 14 that um, in 1423, 
that this uh, aloneness, this silence and solitude that Jesus practices mm-hmm. takes place uh, in the evening, right? Like mm-hmm. there's space for that in the evening. And then we see in Mark 1, 35, that he has alone time or silence and solitude that takes place in the early morning, right? Mm-hmm. So there's morning and evening, both modeled, mm-hmm. um, and there's space for both in our lives as well. And then we see also in Luke 4, 42, um, that... You know, there's a day and a time where he needs to depart and go to this desolate place, right? Where I actually, I I believe that I wanted to like just you go wanted ahead to and, read this too, yeah, four forty two because it was pretty, it was pretty wild. Yeah, uh, it said when it was day, it, it says when it was day, he went out and made his way to a deserted place, but the crowds were searching for him. They came to him and tried to keep him from leaving them. So I really think that the that what's modeled by Christ is that it is it has to be pursued in the midst of opposition, right? Distraction, literally people clamoring for him mm-hmm. while he's trying to pursue silence and solitude. It's almost like when your kids Girl. come in the door in the, in the room mm-hmm. or wherever your quiet place is, where they you having your Bible, find you, they fam. find you, and they be like, "Hey, mama, 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 they mama." So you are not alone. Your savior has modeled. Or when that email pops up, notification on your phone. Come through. From your job. From your J-O-B. Come through. Come through. Come through. Pressing, searching. Yes. Yeah. Um, And so so we see it modeled. We see it modeled. We see this practice modeled by Christ. And even in 1423 of Matthew and Mark Mm -hmm. 135, I found it very interesting that whether the time was morning or evening, the time was dark. And that speaks to the fact Ooh, yeah. that there was a stillness. There was not the movement of the hustle and mm-hmm. bustle of the day. Mm-hmm. Things had settled down. Mm-hmm. And so there is this stillness of time physically right. that right. Jesus is modeling of how to hear the yeah. Lord in silence and solitude. Mm-hmm. So Leah, knowing that people can come mm-hmm. And interrupt our day. People um, are not the only hindrances. But people are not the only hindrances. So talk to us about the hindrances yeah. to practicing silence and solitude, this spiritual practice and discipline. Yeah, well, I really want to talk about how just like the enemy is aware mm-hmm. of the stakes of pursuing consistent silence and solitude, Haunty. right? It is... Uh, a a true place where we can commune with God to hear from him. And it happens in this space of silence and solitude. And so imagine if the enemy knows that, how desperate he is to distract us and throw in these distractions. Yes. Like we were talking about technology is a huge distraction. The distraction of despair. Yes. Uh, whether you, you know, your mind is racing with anxieties or From fears. Hardships, or, yeah. Or the hardships, the circumstances that you. Trials that you know, you're going through. Yeah. Your, your brain just like keeps rehearsing that over mm-hmm. and over again. And then the distraction of our daily lives, like we were talking about, the kids, the job, the all the things that are clamoring for your attention yes. and the noise that they create. Can I, can I just add one more? Yeah. Because right now, I would even say that there is this other distract, hindrance of mm-hmm. distance. Uh, to per, to pursue intimacy mm-hmm. through silence and solitude mm-hmm. because there is church hurt. There's a mm-hmm. lot of things happening mm-hmm. in the church that people have experienced, and they like I. 
is this the true and living right, God? And right. so that's another space too that the enemy tries to raise that stake up, mm-hmm. you know, in our lives. And this is what I would say is that the enemy is a deformer. He is he is seeking mm-hmm. to take us from the forming that Christ has done in our lives and seeking to do until right. he returns. Right. And so when we lean into this, mm-hmm. we're being formed into his likeness. And so yeah. the enemy is trying to deform that. Yeah, exactly. And then we see sort of this um, other component of self self sufficiency mm-hmm. um, being modeled um, through some hindrance of pride and ambition. Mm-hmm. We see that modeled in Peter, James, and John as they are uh, invited by the by Jesus Christ Himself towards the Garden of Gethsemane. And you know, I found this to be interesting as I was sort of reading about this that these three guys. Were were invited, but could it have been um, because uh, Christ was trying to make a point? Peter, Peter himself was going to be brought to the space where he was like, Lord, I'll never deny you. And right after the Garden of Gethsemane, what happens? He denies Jesus three times. So that pride and ambition rises up thinking that, oh, no, 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 I am spiritually mature. Oh, I don't need, you know, that self-sufficiency. And then you have James and John who had just had this conversation with Jesus, right? As, Lord, who is the greatest? Can Who's going to sit at your, at your right? And Jesus is trying to make the point like you cannot even sit Mm -hmm. because you don't even understand the level of your pride and ambition to ask that internally in your heart and what's there. And so it's this space of us not believing our true dependence comes from God. So we have the enemy that's Mm -hmm. trying to to bring uh, and make us aware of the stakes, you know what I'm saying? Trying to distract us, right? And then we uh, have pride and ambition, our own self-sufficiency through our humanity. So Leah, if we're going to practice if 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 the holy spirit is inviting us to practice silence and solitude i know for me particularly mm-hmm. this is the the one that i'm honing in on in 2022 um because i have yeah i've been sharing with leah a lot about um Christ inviting me to silence and solitude as the founder and visionary of this ministry. I have multiple things happening at the same time. And so my proclivity naturally is to be busy. Mm -hmm. And he is saying, I am trying to grow in you the posture of submission because submission to me is understanding the assignment that comes after that. There are a lot of things that I could, we can do as a ministry and a lot of vision, but is it the proper time? Is But it's rooting myself in a posture of submission to him first that will be led from that. And so in 2022, I'm growing in that way. What are the habits, Leah, that set us up to practice this discipline? Talk to, talk to us about that. What yeah. are our action steps if we are, if this is a real space, right? You know, well, I, yeah, for I us thinking, to for us mm-hmm, to grow. Yeah, first of all, I was thinking that I and on all of us, and I'm inviting you sisters into this as well, um, to really inventory where the quiet spaces are in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, are you know, is it in the morning? Is it uh, specifically on your commute? Like, where are those? 
places that are just natural margins where silence and solitude already exists. Mm -hmm. Um, And just being aware that like we don't actually have uh, the ability to change some of our circumstances. Like some of our circumstances are just fixed. Like Mm -hmm. my kids going to wake up. I got to get them to school. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I got to show up at a certain time if I have a meeting or whatever. And so there are certain things that are just fixed. And then other than that, we can look in and just inventory the space of our lives, the days of the week. And where do we see these actual uh, uh, spaces where silence and solitude can be cultivated. Right, right, right. All right, Leah. So we've got inventory of the quiet spaces in our lives. Uh, what else? Yeah, so the other thing that is just habits that set us up to really practice this discipline well is mm-hmm. uh, to start small, right? Like we're going to start small. Um, and I was even thinking like just something like seven minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Start small with seven minutes. It's long enough to identify, right? Like if you're uncomfortable, like some people are legit uncomfortable with being still and silent with themselves because Mm -hmm. maybe you have shame that resurfaces or maybe you um, just have, you know, just undealt with stuff that resurfaces when you are silent. Yeah, it's difficult to even just face yourself. Right, to face yourself. And so some of us actually run from silence because Mm -hmm. we are uncomfortable sitting with ourselves. And so to to develop this habit, to develop this uh, spiritual discipline is going to require like legit baby steps, right? Mm So um, start small with seven minutes. It's long enough to be able to uh, embrace the silence and also to identify like am I uncomfortable with this and and to be able to search and sort of ask yourself what's happening with that um so start small with seven minutes today tomorrow um Mm -hmm. and then begin to practice it consistently right like I was uh I thought about just building a habit and and the the uh difficulty it is to practice it consistently consistently in order to really bear fruit Mm -hmm. um because girl a couple weeks ago (laughs) We were flying mm-hmm. and, you know, flights right now are crazy. This is my first time flying in the pandemic. And um, we had a layover, but the flight was delayed. And so our layover was like 20 minutes, maybe. Mm-hmm. So we had to run from literally one side of the airport to the other. Mm-hmm. And I don't run like literally ever. <laughs> like mm-hmm. my philosophy on running is only run if you're being chased. Okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so when it was time to book it to this other from like gate A to like gate D or something crazy, it's like, well, let's just run and do it. Why did I run for like 20 to 40 seconds before I literally felt like I was going to collapse in and on side myself? Oh my God. Okay. Oh my gosh. Lungs burning, all type of situations. You was on fire. You was like, what is this thing called running? For like 20 seconds though. <laughs> like, how am I going to run all the way to gate D? I can't actually because I don't run consistently. I don't have that, I don't have that rhythm in my life. I don't run in consistently. And right. not only that, but I tried to run all the way to the other side of the airport after in a sprint though. In a sprint. Wanna be Jackie Jordan. After sitting for two hours on right. the airplane. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. You don't just get up and run to the other side. Wanna be Flojo's out here. It didn't happen for you though. Wanna be Flojo and it didn't happen. And but as I was thinking about how we start small with this spiritual discipline, yeah. that it, that memory came to my mind because I'm like I couldn't do it because I didn't have the practice and I couldn't do it from literally sitting, right? To like running all the way to the other side. Yeah. And so when we start small, we say, okay, I'm not going to be able to do a 48-hour silence and solitude retreat if I haven't sat for seven minutes. That's it. That's it. And 
Like, I'm not going to be able to just wake up tomorrow and do a 48-hour silence and solitude retreat and seek the Lord and hear from Him if I don't do it daily between now and then. So when we talk about starting small with this habit or any habit, we're, we're just talking about literally how to cultivate a practice and how to cultivate it at a consistency so that you can really do the, so that you can really run from gate A to gate D when the time goes. Okay, come on now. Come on now. Come on now. So, so you've got, so we've got inventory of Mm -hmm. quiet spaces in our lives. We've got start small with seven minutes. And then we have this practice and pra- like like what you know uh what my guy says we're talking about practice mm-hmm. and practicing silence and solitude in this yeah. embodied way yeah. so yeah. when we're talking about you know some people think that's a bit like mysticism but talk about the embodiment of I mean, yeah. practicing uh, we're in actual physical bodies mm-hmm. and so in order our souls are joined to our bodies in this life and we have a uh, we have an embodied existence. How we ex- experience uh, life spiritually and physically is very connected. So I, if, I, if my nerves are taut, mm-hmm. right? Like I can't sit and just hear from the Lord and have this sweet moment, right? Like I need to breathe deeply mm-hmm. to practice stillness in my body. Mm-hmm. Like this is an embodied practice for us where our bodies are actually joined on the goal of like creating um, a, a space and a and an attitude for silence and solitude. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah, so we have to practice it in this embodied way. Breathing in through your nose, out through your mouth. These breath prayers that we talk about from Black Liturgies mm-hmm. on IG is so like such yeah. a dope way to Black to Liturgies. Made for Packs is another yeah. organization. Embodied uh, is breathing. Embodied is even just identifying where am I holding tension in my body and releasing that as you mm-hmm. enter into a moment of stillness and silence with the Lord. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, practicing it in an embodied way, um, practicing it daily, daily. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and what are like, yeah, what are the rhythms that I think, yeah, I, I mean, even as you talk about your goals for silence and solitude, yeah. what are some of the rhythms that you're looking for? Yeah. My intentional rhythms towards this. Cause I'm like, now I can name it. I yeah. mean, we on a podcast talking there about you it, go. you name know, it. that number one daily is finding that place in my home where I, can and have silence and prepare that place so that I am ready to enter and be still before the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so um, definitely going to be doing that. That place would be in the, in the top floor of the home, Mm -hmm. you know, for sure. And then also, you know, I told Leah that I am seeking to um, pursue not just that daily practice, but I know that I need a particular time. I don't know if it's going to be quarterly or annually Mm -hmm. yet, but to start off with one of those probably annually at least one where I have this time a few a day or two of the intentional silence or it's silence and solitude sort of as a retreat or a getaway of just quietness Um, just like what Jesus was doing he went to a desolate place Mm -hmm. so being intentional to do that and I want to say this because I know that we live in the urban context Mm -hmm. we're in a city people's uh socioeconomic incomes are all over the place okay so 
you can you could be wealthy and you like, yeah, I'm about to go take a, a trip to Colorado. That ain't me. So God bless you. You know, um, <laughs> but you you can go to another state or even somewhere mm-hmm. to sort of do do those types of things, you know. But what I would say is if you are in community with a sister who you're listening to this podcast with. What does it look like to say, you know what, mm-hmm. this is the practice that I want to embrace. Can I switch to do, mm-hmm. um, can we do a swap, a kid swap, or can we, can I use your your uh, place for the weekend right. if you're a single single girl and living with roommates or, you know, asking um, a, a college student to come and stay with your kids. However it works mm-hmm. out for you to sort of have this swapping yeah. to, so that you can be intentional to pursue this practice. Mm-hmm. Preparation mm-hmm. is huge yeah. to pursue practice, Come right? Now. Like LeBron, it, LeBron James, I mean, the, the work that he pursues in preparation for him to be great. I love basketball, so that's why I'm using this analogy. Mm-hmm. Like he, I mean, he's going home in a cryo van to re-prepare his body to play the next day at a peak level. Okay. And so I'm saying yeah. practice and preparation are going in tandem. And in the mm-hmm. midst of this preparation, the last, the last mm-hmm. ha- that last action step that we thought of outside of inventory of quiet spaces, starting small with seven minutes, practicing the embodiment um, daily and maybe even weekly or Mm -hmm. quarterly or annually Mm -hmm. is this last point, which is the re-entry. Re-entry when you're coming out of silence and solitude can sometimes be a doozy, okay? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. just the reality of coming back into the noise Uh, coming back into the busyness. When you've quieted and slowed and stilled, and boom, like the noise and the busyness of your life hits you like a wall. Mm-hmm. It can it can create a shock in your system, um, and it can really create like some emotional struggles of resentment or whatever. Um, and so, when you're talking about this preparation to Sheba, like this is it right here. These mm-hmm. are the, the prep. preparing for reentry. Y'all know if y'all want a good gumbo, you like prep. like you have to prepare to go into it. You also have to prepare to come That's out it. of it, right? Yeah. So when you come out of it, what does it look like to prepare for that? Maybe it's uh, prepping your meal beforehand so that you don't have to think about dinner that day when you're entering back in. Maybe it's, uh, you know what I'm saying, or just setting aside a couple bucks so you can go grab something. Maybe it's, uh, you know, saying, oh, hey, like, I'm going to need an extra set of hands this night for bedtime because I'm coming back in and it's it's crazy. Um, and then there's other things that you like can't predict, right? You can't mm-hmm. predict if there's a crisis at your job and they're calling you and calling you and calling you. You got to hit it right away. You right. can't predict if your kids melt down. But and so the preparation then in that place is just having a posture and an attitude mm-hmm. to be like, okay, I'm bracing myself. I know it's going to mm-hmm. be chaotic. Lord, prepare me and still my heart with your peace. Guard your peace in my life so that I can re-enter uh, well. And so there's some preparation on just the external stuff that we uh, can handle. And there's some preparation on the internal stuff that we just can't handle, uh, that we can't predict. And so, yeah, preparing for that re-entry is the other part of it. But yeah, I, ladies, I'm so confident that the Lord is going to meet us mm-hmm. in this practice of silence and solitude in pursuing mm-hmm. this discipline. Mm-hmm. I know that the Lord is going to meet us with sweet communion and sweet fellowship with him. So mm-hmm. yeah, let me pray for us. Uh, and yeah, I'm Father, I'm so thankful for uh, what you're revealing to us through this uh, revelation of this habit, what you're calling us into. And so 
would you work in the hearts of women as they listen to stir in them to do this inventory and seek their lives of where are you preparing margin uh, for them to be still and quiet before you and hear from you um, and and would we join in joyfully in this practice so that we can receive joyfully from the communion and the fellowship of your presence uh, we love you and we're we rejoice in what you're doing uh, in and through us uh, through these spiritual disciplines in Jesus name amen amen have a blessed day ladies <laughs>